Welcome back to the AIM Podcast. Today we have special guest, health and fitness professional Jeremy Scott. We dive into the topic of health is wealth and what that truly means. There's a lot of different components to health such as physical health, mental health, spiritual and emotional health and we talk about the connection between all of them. If you're looking to become a more healthy and better individual, this is a conversation for you. Jeremy provides a ton of value and different insights on different ways you can improve and become the best version of yourself as possible. Let's dive right into this episode. Without further ado, Jeremy Scott. Jamie, thank you so much for jumping on the AIM podcast. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, dude. Uh, happy to do it, brother. I'm excited about this one. You, um, I, I told you when we first connected, but during the entire quarantine, we were stuck at home. You were the only guy um, that I followed and did all your workouts. Like when I was stuck at home, no equipment or minimal equipment, I would always do your workouts and they were, they were super tough, but I've, I've loved all the content you put out for, for several years. I uh, appreciate it, dude. Yeah, that was uh the funnest um the, f- the funnest two years for sure but uh even like the days right let's say like i felt shitty um just like because the world is weird i'm like i know my life is awesome so like it's the luxury problems i'm like other people are really like eating shit right now and like i have this luxury to drive to this i live in scottsdale arizona obviously so it's amazing this amazing warehouse that i bought and i built basically like my man cave and i can work out and do these things like so if i can do something to make people's you know I didn't think it was going to be two years, obviously, but uh, to make their lives better, like that was kind of the goal every day. So happy it helped. Yeah, man. I'm sure there's there's many other people you made a, a massive impact on besides myself, but that's awesome. I'm jealous. Scottsdale, Arizona looks like a, a great place to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's changed. I mean, I've been here for, I mean, I'm getting old now. So like 15, I think I've been here for like almost 15 years. Uh, it's changed a lot, uh, for sure. I, I didn't know what it was like uh, before I got here, but uh, yeah, it's uh, like a suit. It's just super clean. It's super nice. Obviously, uh, you got to be like now super rich <laughs> to live here too. Uh, but uh, it's a it's a unique place. It's like it's big, and there's all the luxury shit, which I'm like a Midwest dude. Like I drive a F one fifty. I'm a <laughs> fucking basic human. Uh, but you can you get the Ferraris, the Rolls Royces. Like it's super common here to see. But it's not like that's not like what drives it. There's this community too. So it's like if you want the flashy kind of like it, they have that here. Uh, but to me, it's like it's a safe community. It's clean. It's just like you feel like you know people, which in a, in a city that's so big, it's really rare. So it's it's that's the thing that keeps us here for sure. I love it, man. I've never actually been, but I've seen pictures. Obviously, seen your content. I, I need to make it out very soon and uh, come get a workout with you, man, at the gym. <laughs> Oh, 100%, dude. Yeah, happy to have you, bro. Let's go, man. Well, I'm excited. You know, today I really want to dive into this this idea, and it's pretty cliche, but people talk about all the time. I think it's important to discuss is this, this idea of health is truly wealth um, and, and what that means. But prior to the, that kind of component, I'd love to just touch base and, and kind of set the context of you and your background, even just getting into the fitness industry. How, how did that even come about? Where was the early stages of your interest getting peaked um, to, to explore fitness? Uh, you know, the, the easy, uh, basic route of a lot of uh, dudes uh, in this, like I played sports, obviously my whole life, 
uh, all the way through college. You know, that's not to say I was healthy. Uh, I would say that's probably a, like a misnomer. Uh, I mean, like not, I mean, I was super unhealthy. I mean, that's the fucking reality. Uh, you know, you would do, do basic stuff, like you're athletic enough, whatever. And I always thought, you know, if I could just, you know, my belief system is way different now than when I was younger. I come from a place with no money. None of my parents went to college. Like I never saw the things that were possible. I just didn't see it. The internet, when I'm in school, is like you're playing Oregon Trail, you know, and shit, and like number munchers. Like you don't have Google. It's not a thing. So I never saw what was possible for me. And uh, reality is I graduate college and I don't know what I want to do. Um, I, had, I thought maybe, you know, hey, I could get a job. And uh, even if my job sucks, I'll still enjoy the weekends and like probably six. My only like, you know, kind of corporate gig. Yeah, this is not going to work, dude. I'm not going to be happy doing that. So if I go back a little bit, obviously I played sports with my GA, I did strength and conditioning um, uh, for that portion of it had no real job opportunities. It's like, oh, seven, oh, eight, like the world's eating shit. Uh, similar to what's going to happen here, like in America, just a different, uh, different metric. And uh, I just really couldn't find, you know, what I wanted to do. So I packed my car, moved out here, no money, no resources, nothing. But I already looked apart. Uh, in essence, in fitness, like work for enterprise or, or do something stupid like that. But really the major transformation, other than like, I was athletic and I kind of looked a certain way. My, my eating habits were so shit um, in like college for sure. Like, and I've told this story before, I, there's probably a span of like two or three years where I didn't like, take a, a vitamin, right? Like didn't have a, not a single micronutrient, uh, you know, drank all the time excessively. I have an addictive personality. If, if anybody can't tell uh, like in, I've harnessed it now into this positive thing, but like two beers, like I drink like 20 until I had about the wall. That was, two, that was my MO. And uh, eating wise, you know, just like shit, like eat a pizza and some Oreos. Like that'd be my whole fucking day. And, you know, when you're 20, 21, 22, you can probably get away with that shit for a little bit uh, until my body just was not, uh, it, w it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. I had a myriad of issues. And really once I had to figure that out, like I ended up going to the Mayo Clinic and uh, or elimination diet, which they still do that to this day, where it's like basically I strip it down to like, uh, you know, four foods essentially and uh, kind of reverse engineer all my eating from there. And I really started to understand the power of food. And if I can change what's happening internally so I can feel better, move better, to understand like how you should feel when you wake up, when you go to sleep, what a bowel movement should be like, like all these things. The crazy thing is the external way you look starts to change drastically. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. So it basically took me being a fucking dipshit uh, to myself for years uh, to kind of get where I am today. And now that's what we try to give to everybody else. Cause I I've seen the power of it. It's changed my life. Not just in like, obviously I'm getting older and I'm the, the, the fittest I've ever been, but it's, I know how I feel every day and everybody can feel that way too. If they're just willing to make the commitment. No, I, I love that. And I think sometimes it takes, it takes you to go through a season like that to truly understand the importance of some things. And would you say that's a big piece of kind of why, why you're doing what you're doing now is just kind of going through that, seeing the transition and seeing kind of the before and after results of not only how you looked and appeared, but also how you felt. And now that, that kind of spurred on some inspiration to kind of help more people have that same opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's, to me, it's, it's everything. Like I'm a, I'm a, we're all animals, right? Like I'm a fucking gorilla, dude. Um, I just chase feelings. That's, that's all I chase. So like, I want to feel good 
every day. That's the only thing. Like think about like when you're sick, right? Like you get the flu, sinus infection, whatever it is. Or even if it's like you're, you're shit-faced hammered, like when you're 20 years old and you're puking in the toilet, all you're wishing for is to feel good. Like all you, in your head, you're like, please, if you believe in God or unicorns or whatever your thing is, like you're like praying to that thing and like, please make me feel better. Like you don't need to feel amazing. You just want to feel normal, like just good. And if you don't feel good, nothing else matters. Like literally, that's the only thing personally I can focus on. And I could be a totally different person. If let's say genetically, my body could handle me drinking, you know, seven whiskeys a day and doing all the stupid shit like I was doing. I don't know if I'd be here today. It took me like getting fucked up to realize like, wow, I can be a different human if I for a way kind of live a different life and everybody pieces that stream, but it's my, it's my thesis for everything I do. It's why I still wake up and do the shit that I do every day. Like I don't have to run my business and the things we do the way that I do it, but I care about people. And I know if we can say the right things or, or be in front of them enough, it's going to finally stick. Cause being healthy dude is the ultimate cool. Like, yeah, being rich is super fucking cool. Don't get me wrong. I go, so is being super fit and healthy. Like to me, that's the number one. Everything else kind of falls after that. Love that. I think that's super important. I think in, in today's world, and we can kind of dive into this, this topic of health as well. I think it's very busy. It's very chaotic. There's a lot of distractions, you know, even just on our phones, like all the different things that can try to gravitate and uh, grab our attention. I think a lot of people lose sight of prioritizing their health and get consumed. And I even do it myself. I'm not saying people generally speaking, like I even find myself sometimes getting consumed in other things and not keeping my health the priority. And I think this conversation will be cool because we can kind of expose like what that'll do to your life. And you've kind of even kind of shared it through your testimony, but how, how do you kind of define health and, and what does that kind of entail? You know, it, it, for me, obviously like we always say, uh, if I go, you know, David, uh, him and I talk a lot, you know, like in fitness, it's all not fitness. Like my version of fitness might be different from yours, but it's all the same to me. And, and, and fitness and health are like, they're essentially interchangeable words. Right. Uh, so it's just overall the, the basis of being healthy is just how do you feel every day? Like, do you feel, and we, we do fitness in like four pillars, right? So like physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, whichever, you know, people, you can spend the time in, in either one, but they're all fucking connected. I don't care who you are or what your belief system is. Like it is all connected at, at some level and you can look really good. I go, but if your mental health is shit and your emotional health is trash, I'm like, are you a healthy person? And mm -hmm. I don't want to get down a rabbit hole of like extreme bodybuilding. Like, like I love it. I came up in the world. I have a lot of respect for certain things. But there's certain things about that industry at the highest levels. Now we're getting away from being fit. We're getting away from being healthy because some of those skills that you acquire in the gym and in the drugs people are taking and shit like that, that is actually taking away from your life or the people who are extremely fit. Like if you took me and you'd say like, let's say I'm overly obsessed with it, which I'm not. Uh, if I could take it to the next level and I spent seven hours a day in the gym just working out then my fitness is stealing my fitness. So it's like, there's extremes, obviously on both ends, but for most people being healthy, I think is like, do you feel good every day? Do, are you enjoying, you know, most of the shit you're doing in your life? Like, are you feeding your body real food? Are you getting quality sleep? Are you having escapism? And in the world we live in today, and obviously if I live here in Scottsdale, a lot of affluent people, I meet a lot of people who are, you know, typically uh, probably 45, 50, 55, they meet us. They spent their whole life trying to acquire wealth and that that game never ends right like there's people we know who 
worth 100 million, 200 million, like stupid, stupid fucking money, right? Where they've chased all this, they've done this to acquire wealth. Now they're coming to us and they're asking, how can they buy their health back? Mm. They spent their whole time getting money. Now all they want to just be healthy and fit because they've done it at the cost of everything. And so I don't know where that balance is for most people, but in the Western world in America, obviously I love it. It's great. It's super competitive. What we're doing every day is fucking wrong. Like how we're living life does not make any sense. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. We're spending so much time working and I'm guilty of it too, but I love what I do. So I don't need a vacation from it. And I'm also not doing it at the cost of being fit where other people are. And then we're getting so bound up and we're spending this ridiculous amount of time, whether it's, you know, watching a whole series on Netflix, spending six hours watching football. And that's fine. The escapism is real. I go, but if you're doing that and you can't move around for 30 minutes a day, which is a two percent investment of your entire 24 hours i think we've made a mistake that to me is not healthy and like our whole the system of how we're living to me is completely unhealthy and where i'm looked at like as an outlier right and again i understand it's extreme however if i really break it down simple i eat real food i exercise i get good sleep i don't my head with that's weird i don't abuse alcohol and drugs that's looked that is like extreme that should be normal what everyone else is doing seems fucking crazy to me However, we've normalized it. And that's like where the conversation kind of has to start for most people. No, hundred percent. I, I totally agree with you there. I think it's, it's super interesting. You know, when you look at someone who is maybe more on the busier side and, and they're kind of in the corporate world or working, or, or maybe their job doesn't allow them to have as much uh, fitness throughout the day. What are, what are some tips or advice you could give that person to have, to start to have a more healthy lifestyle? Um, what would you say? You know, the, I mean, I give you two, I give the real answer I give people and I'll give you the, the diplomatic answer. Uh, you know, the real thing is you just, you have to care enough about yourself and you have to realize a couple of things. One, you're getting older and softer and wrinklier and you're going to get less mobility, have worse bone density, and you're going to get fucking weaker if you don't do anything about it. It's just the truth. You know, you're not magically going to turn it. James, when you're 50, like it's not going to happen to it works unless you're working on it. So you have to care enough and it doesn't got to be every day, right? That's the thing with fitness. Like the ROI is so big where you can do, we call it three by 52, 30 minutes, three times a week, 52 weeks. That's it. The other days, just walk around and don't be a complete asshole and you're going to be fine. If you can do that weekly and not eat like garbage, the ROI and that is going to be a hundred X of anything else. If you went to your job 30 minutes, three times a week, they'd fire you because you can't get enough shit done and you suck. Fitness is not that way. And it builds on itself. So you have to care enough to invest 90 minutes a week. That's all I'm asking. So if you watch TV for 90 minutes a week, cut that shit out and move your body around. Is it as fun? No, I go, but bro, it, it, it pays off so big. So either wake up 30 minutes earlier, do it on your lunch hour or stay up 30 minutes later. I don't give a shit cut out the luxuries. Like that's the truth. And the reality is I I'm empathetic. You got kids, you got family, you got a job. Fitness is probably on, you know, number 19 on your priority list, which is where you're successful and you're crushing it and you're making all this money, but you can't work out three times a week for 30 minutes, an hour and a half total. You're not successful. Your job is successful you are not my friend. And that's the reality you have to come to. And that's a conversation I have with people who make a shit ton of money. And most of the time when you frame it that way, they start to understand because what you're doing is you're stealing from everything else in your life. And when you're not happy with how you look, look how you 
but you feel your work will suffer, but your family and the people around you will suffer whether you realize it or not. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I think that makes a lot of sense. I like how you bring in this element of, of fitness and, and putting time into your health, being an investment with a positive ROI. Cause I think that's where if you're playing the psychological game and you're trying to explain or convince someone to like prioritize their health, that's very far on the other end of the spectrum of like consumed and just making money and all the other things that outside of fitness. I think when you put it in that perspective, you can start to unpack all the different applications and, and progress you'll see, such as like being more productive, being more confident and all those things I'm sure you can attest to would apply to the things that you're having on your higher on your priority list. Yeah. I just, I don't understand how it's not like if you we do these speeches all the time and typically they're uh like at&t or you name the company will hire us to come in and talk to like their president circle these are the people who make the most money typically for the company that year based on sales or whatever i know that when i go in i show up other than i'm fit but i frame and i say list the five things that are the most important to you in your life and typically it's always the same stuff well you know, my health matters, my family matters, I go down the list. And then I go, then list the five things you spend your time doing the most near that top five for most and this major disconnect where you're saying you value this one thing, but you're not putting the time, effort, energy into it. And if you look at people, it's like, well, what do you value? What you spend your time doing and what you spend your money on? That's it. And the truth is, if you're not healthy, dude, you're going to, it's not, if you're going to have a problem, it's a way and that will cost you a thousand X of you just showing up to the gym every day. So the truth is like, if you're not healthy and you're fucked up, you're not helping anybody. You're not making money. You can't hang out with your kids. You're not spending time with your wife or your husband or whatever it may be. So you have to really just come to this realization that this is a, it's, it's a necessary evil, I guess, if you want to phrase it that way. But the way that I look at it is we live, especially if you're listening to this here in America, it's a luxury dude to do fitness. You get to show up and do fitness as a hobby and activity, whether there's literally millions of people around the world who will never get that luxury. And you're choosing not to, to, to make an extra what, and I don't know any your financial situations, right. But you're going to do and make an extra 40 grand a year, an extra 50 grand a year. Like what the fuck are you doing with that money anyway? Like to me, I would rather make $40,000 a year than $800,000. If it meant I could just be like have my own body and, and like my life, there's no amount of money that's worth it for me to like, look and move and feel like a bag of shit. No, I'm a fitness person. So I guess I'm biased, but I think most people, if you strip it down, like we're all kind of in the same boat. I a hundred percent agree. We've, we've talked a ton about kind of the, the physical side of, of health and, and, you know, making sure you're taking your body, obviously consuming whole foods, good, good nutrition. And then obviously making sure you're exercising. What about, what do you kind of talk about from like the mental standpoint of things? Obviously there's connection there, but specifically speaking, from a mental health standpoint, how do you have conversations with people to help them improve that area? You know, the biggest thing, like I do believe movement is medicine. And I think from a base standpoint, like if you just move around, like you will feel better by the time it's done. Even if it's like, you got to ride the assault bike, which is a fucking nightmare. Um, You're better after it's over, whether it's accomplishment or endorphins or whatever. But I, I, for me personally, like I, very many shitty days. Um, I get people shit. I got people in my life and different things that go on but I just trained through it. Like for me, that is my thing. Now I know for other people, they don't view fitness and exercise the same way. But if you look at your life, a lot of times the answers are glaring. We just get so busy, like working in our life. We don't stop and step back and audit our life. Like what the fuck is really going on? 
Like, are the decisions you're making every day making you happy? So if you wake up and you look in the mirror and you're like, well, I don't really want to do what I'm going to have to do today. And if most days are like that, something's wrong. So if you notice yourself like, and I'm, I'm not going to get political here. If you watch the news and the news is making you feel like shit, why would you keep watching it? That doesn't make any sense to me. If you're on social media, scroll and you're a comparison person. And if you fear about yourself, you're like one of those FOMO people, like you have a fear of missing out. If you're doing that and then you see it and it makes you feel bad, why are you still doing it? A lot of times we watch things, we listen to things, but this really weird thing is you surround yourself with people who make you feel like shit. Sometimes your family, I don't know how you navigate that one. I go, but you can't do that. Like you are what you consume. Like when your mom told you, like you are what you eat, it's the same shit here. Oh my every day with global news i can have a panic if you're sitting there in front of the tv watching that shit for three hours and it makes you feel bad you have to start to assess that so you have to start creating an environment in your life where the things you consume make you feel good as opposed to make you feel like garbage and a lot of that is of our own doing whether you realize it or not yeah that's really good i think that's something that people sometimes neglect the fact that like you you can't control everything, but there's certain things you can't control and what you consume, whether it be visually, you know, through social media, through the television, whatever, those are things that you can filter. And so like, I a hundred percent agree. If you're not getting the, the response or the product from those things that you desire, then you, you, you need to make the decision to change that. Yeah. You just can't, I mean, and I, I hate to, you know, go the news route, but be informed, obviously like go to the, the sources that you think are going to give you information that you need to know. But and I say global news for the fact of if I looked at all the tragedies going on in the world every day, I would be so crippled with sadness and anxiety and panic, I wouldn't be able to leave my house. If I just look out my window today, I'm in Scottsdale. Yeah, it's a fucking 110. It's hot as shit. I go, but it's it's sunny. It's safe. It's beautiful. I have people who care about me. I go, I'm healthy. I can run. I can jump. I my life. So I'm going to fill the over and, it, and it's hokey as a shit sounds, dude. Like happiness is an inside job. Like you have to make a decision every day to be happy with where you're at and what you're doing. And you're working towards things, obviously. But the only reason, and if people want to say like, I'm successful or whatever, because I'm fit and I have money or whatever the fuck people's measure of that is. The only reason any of that's possible is because I've created an ecosystem and an environment that plays to my strengths and that makes me feel good every day. Because if I didn't think positively, if I didn't feel good, I couldn't create the things I create and do the things I do. If I was stuck somewhere, for me personally, if it's I'm in Minnesota, negative three, it's dark, it's and I won't be successful. And we all can do that. We just got to get in the right headspace. I love that. I, I think it really does start there. From um, a rest perspective, I'd love to hear your take on on how that applies to health. Obviously. There's things you have to do to be active and take action, but like also at the same time, how, how do you incorporate resting, whether it be physically or mentally into this health equation? And, and what does that kind of do for you for the longevity of, of your life? Yeah. You know, I'm a different, everybody's different, right? Like my wife operates different than I do. Um, you know, she probably quote, like needs vacations more, more than I would. Um, but even that, like we, we probably vacation different than like a normal person does. It's more just 
when I go somewhere else, like if it's like, hey, I'm going to take a, a break. I was just in uh, Maui like two weeks ago, which is awesome, by the way. If you can awesome. go, go. Expensive as shit right now, but it's amazing. Uh, but when I'm there, like I'm not just waking up, sitting by the pool, drinking all day. Like that's not what I do. Uh, really, it's I'm still there. I'm doing work. Like obviously with the Internet, like we never really turn it off. But I can I'm less busy in the day to day stuff of my life. So I am more inspirational there. I typically have better ideas there. That's my time to kind of reset. I'm not on this breakneck schedule every second. I'm still up early doing stuff, but it's it's the pace is slower. So sometimes for me that helps. And just getting out of like I love my home, I love where I work, but if I'm just in a in a hotel or Airbnb or we do we do something different, it just kind of resets what I'm doing on a daily basis. For me, I always get enough sleep. I mean, most of the time. Uh, I just I know how I feel. Uh, like when I don't get good sleep and like what my body's like in terms of recovery stuff. I'm a fan of all the tools. Like we have Normatech, all the stuff. You guys know what that is. Full compression, Normatech boots, everything at our house. Um, we do get massages. I do mobility every single day. But really for me, I just don't watch things and listen to things that make me feel like shit. Um, and if I have, a, if I'm taking a lot on, again, I'm in control of my own world. And obviously shit comes my way. I own businesses. So fires happen every day and you got to put them out. But I try not to put much on in my life because I learned a long ago from doing this, you know, training people for shit since 2005. So what is that? 17, 18 years at this point now. God, I'm getting all this shit. Um, but you get the secondary education from people, right? And I've worked with a lot of affluent people who make a lot of money. And I've realized, you know, it's not worth it for me to do certain things. And I'm not a yes person and I'm not a please everybody person. If I don't want to do it, I'm not gonna fucking do it. Um, and if I'll tell you no, like I have no problem about it. So for me, if let's say I need to make half a million dollars a year, but if I was to make a million dollars a year or $2 million a year, that would cost me so much. So I realized like, okay, I can't do that. It's gonna stretch me too thin. I won't be able to get enough rest, recovery, and it's going to kind of steal from me as opposed to give to me. So I do little things throughout the day. Um, in terms of if it's just training, right? If you're talking fitness, I'm obviously not 20 years old anymore. I can't play or shit. Remember when you're like you're 14, you play like six basketball games in a day and like eat Burger King and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that shit fucking failed, dude. So there's like four days I'll, I'll like for me, my if I was programming, right? Like four days I'll do like legit loading. And then uh, I'll do a terrible Metcon with our people where I just fucking die. And uh, the other two days are like a mixed bag usually. So not that I'm doing nothing, but I listen to my body too. And that's, I think for most of you guys intuitively, um, obviously don't be a lazy ass. Like you got to put, you know, like when you're sore, when you're tired. And sometimes and this is for me, I know training like hard would take away from my life that day because I got 14 other problems going on. And so doing a, a really taxing workout, would rob me. But for me, and this is going to sound weird, I don't like just put on shoes and go run. I'm 215 pounds. Like it's just not, it's not a thing. Uh, so I'll do like, like, Hey, 30 minutes of walking lunges or 30 minutes of step ups or 30 minutes of pushing a sled. And I know that sounds like misery, but for, I own the pattern. It's brainless for me. And that's almost like an active kind of recovery where my brain can just wander. I can kind of figure shit out. And I'm doing the same repetitive thing over and over and over. And again, Obviously, my, my work capacity is probably higher than some people listening. So you'll have to find your thing. But I do think planning a day where it's just you get away from your, your life and shit 
So you can just kind of think about what's going on, whether that's by yourself or your husband or your wife. The key is if you can steal those little minutes throughout the day. So say, hey, for this 30 minutes, nobody can mess with me. Nobody, whatever person would need to be. Yeah, no, 100 percent. I love that. I think that's something that I find pretty interesting. Nick Nick Baird talked about on his podcast recently about just like the power of solitude and how how much you can get out of spending time alone and how that that time can ultimately kind of play a big part into your health and what you're able to accomplish from a creative standpoint, just from like problem solving everything that goes into your crazy day. So um, he obviously is a big runner. I, I like how you brought up the like doing uh, doing lunges or sled pushes or something like that. Um, cause I, uh, I think that would be a kind of a fun way to, to get in that same kind of solitude state, but not pound all the miles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you like, if you love, it's like, do what you love to do, right? Like you, if you love running, man, like just bang your drum, dude. I just, I just don't love it. Like different things like we'll do it, but man, I just, uh, like people like the runner's high. Like I don't, uh, I don't get that. And, but for me, it's all arbitrary, right? Like where, for some reason we got married to, Hey, let's put on shoes and go for a mile run or whatever. That's cool. But nobody does that with lunges. Nobody does that with step-ups. Nobody does it. And I go, it makes just as much sense to me. If you don't own the pattern. You probably can't do it. However, I don't think most people know how to run either yet. They're just put on shoes and, and go out there and do it. So all those things are interchangeable. And it's like, yeah, you, the key is like, find your thing, right? Like, like, you know, play to your strengths and find the thing that lets you kind of get into that headspace for sure. I love it, man. Jamie, I, I really can't thank you enough for doing this. I think this has been um, an incredible conversation that hopefully will help a ton of people just reframe the way they view health. And obviously it's, it's a big, big, important thing in your life and you should definitely prioritize it. And uh, just really appreciate you coming on the podcast today, man. Yeah, dude. I'm happy to do it, man. This is all the shit I talk about all day long, every day to everybody. So not a problem at all, dude. Absolutely. And anyone listening, if you guys want more resources, more uh, just content from Jeremy, Jeremy has an incredible podcast that I can attest to. And uh, all the stuff you're putting out is really good stuff. So people need to make sure they check that out. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the AIM podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation with Jeremy and I ask that you leave it a rating and review as well as share it with a friend if you found it valuable. Let's have a great week. Let's get after it. And as always, let's keep ambition in mind.